0: The promise that I issue to you is that by one o'clock today, you will know more than you
1: do
2: now. LBC 97.3 Mystery Hour with James O'Brien. That's a genuine guarantee.
0: Uh, In fact, the only truly reliable guarantee on the whole of uh, the world of radio. If you don't know more by one o'clock today than you do now, you can get your money back, actually. What do you mean you don't have a coin-operated radio? Oh, well, I'm afraid you're exempt from this guarantee, but everybody else listening on a coin-operated radio can get their money back if they do not know more by one o'clock today than they do now. How can I be so sure? It's really very simple. This is your opportunity to get a weekly uh, update. That's not quite the right word. Weekly resolution to the questions that have had you uh, baffled for the longest time. Pretty straightforward, this. Seriously, you're probably don't even need me to explain. In fact, shall I not even bother explaining it? I think I'll just start doing it. And if you're not familiar with it, if you haven't heard of it before, then you will work out pretty quickly what is going on. You've seen the newspaper columns, the Q's and A's, the notes and queries. This is radio. If you've got a question, 0845 If it's dull about roads or one that we've dealt with relatively recently, you won't probably get on. So don't take it too personally. Uh, if you hear someone else asking a question to which you know the answer, the number's the same. 08456060973. And anything goes. Dave's in Orpington. Dave, what's your question?
1: Right, when the summer finally arrives...
0: Mm, don't count th- your chickens, mate.
1: <laughs> and the sun comes out, yeah. I'm going to have to buy some suntan cream. Mm. I was just wondering what the factors mean on the suntan cream, how they work it out. What, 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 uh, uh, factor 10, 20, 30, yeah. what do they do to the stuff inside to make it more of a factor?
0: Well, it's it's just, like, the thickness, isn't it? How much UV weight can get through it.
1: Yeah, but what did I
3: actually
0: do, add to it, to make it more... Or take away. I mean, it just... Di- so you start with factor 50, and then you dilute it according to mm. how little you want, don't you? So, so you right. And then you end up with olive oil. Right. You're not going to buy my answer on this, are you? <laughs> I don't but think it's as mysterious as you think it is. Mm. But... It's not as easy as I just suggested it was either.
1: But it all seems the same thickness when you when you pour it out. No, so. yeah, that's
0: true actually. Oh uh, yeah, cool. Okay, how do you do it? How do you do the different factors on your on your suntan lotion? A little premature, frankly. I think you might be jinxing. You know, we're getting enough rain in the next forty eight hours for an average July. Oh. So don't go, don't go, don't go to the chemist yet, will you, Dave? No, I'll go for Timmets to something else, though. Yeah, a raincoat. 0845 <laughs> is the number to call if you know the answer to that one. Um, it is, of course, the same number to ring if you've got a question. Uh, it's it's really the end of my uh, involvement in the process now. You've got the numbers. You know how it works. You've heard one question now. You need to see if you can come up with the answers. Uh, Scott's in Romford. Scott, question or answer? Question. Go on, then.
4: I want to know, if someone loses their legs and they're fitted with prosthetic legs, say you was five foot six and and a doctor come around to measure you up, if you'd be allowed to say to him, could you make me six foot? Or
0: I don't know if this is a very serious question, Scott.
4: It's it's been puzzling me for a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I, I, I drive a truck and I was imagining if I had an accident, and, and I lost my legs if I'd be able to say to the doctor. I mean, I'm six foot anyway, but I just wondered if if there was some sort of rule where they'd say, no, we've got to make you the height you was before. If well, you, you could look... I, I mean, you'd look...
0: I mean, you'd look silly. I don't know. Well, I mean, if your legs are proportional to your torso for most people, aren't they? So you'd probably get a little bit of give. So would could... You
4: could, wouldn't notice in
0: trousers, though, would you? No, you wouldn't. So could you be a little bit taller with your prosthetic limbs than you were with your real limbs.
4: Yeah, or is there some sort of doctor's rule that they've got to say, no, nope, you've, you've got to be... I wouldn't
0: have thought so, but it's balance. I mean, if you got used to walking before you lost your legs...
4: They, they have to teach you to walk again anyway, don't yeah, they? Yeah, of
0: course they do. But the centre of gravity would be different if you were shorter or smaller or, or taller. Yeah. I, I, don't, I just don't know who's going to be... Well, I do know who's going to be able to answer. That's someone who, who either works in the field or who's received treatment in the field. We'll find out. Oh eight four five six oh six oh nine seven three is a number to call. William is in Old Street. William, question or answer?
4: Uh, it's a question, James. Go on. Uh, well, I was walking on my way to work at Old Street, uh, looking in uh, London black taxis, and realised none of them are wearing seatbelts. So, yeah. w- why is it they're not obliged or don't have to? So wear So that a passenger
0: belt? can't strangle them from behind and steal all their money.
4: Yeah, but they can wear a lap one, can not they?
0: Uh well, they still wouldn't be able to escape if someone in the back of the uh, uh, of the cab assaulted them. That's the reason why.
5: Ah, oh, okay.
0: I'm 99% certain that that's the definitive answer, but only because I think we might have done it before.
2: Health
0: and safety. Uh, well, I don't know if you'd chalk it up as health and safety if you were the taxi driver at risk of being strangled from behind by your own seatbelt, but, but that is the reason. I think many cab drivers get exemptions as well.
2: Yeah, well, they've got the glass panel as well, so I'm not didn't, sure... They didn't was...
0: always have that, and the law would have been there before the panel.
5: Well, OK. I might, well, you I'd sound sceptical. Off. I mean, well, Honestly, this is, this is about as good as it gets in terms of
0: certainty and confidence. Oh,
1: there must be a taxi driver out there. No, no, so, no, uh,
0: you <laughs> don't. Of course there's a taxi driver out there, but I'm right. So you don't need to hear from one.
6: All right. I'm All closing right. this I mean, down. No,
0: on. William, I'm closing this down now. And I'm tired. You know, I went through the whole of last week's mystery Hour without a round of applause. So I'll, t- I'll start with my first of today, please. <clears throat> David's in High Wycombe. David, question or answer? Well,
2: oh. that was quick.
0: Yes. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I got up early this morning. <laughs> okay, it one
2: not been puzzling me for some
7: time.
2: Mm. Uh, the world has a magnetic field which diverts some of the harmful radiation which the sun spews out towards us. Into space. Does it? Yes. That's not the ozone there. magnetic layer. core, isn't it?
0: Is it? The mag... Uh,
2: there, there, there's your, your northern lights are caused by that, aren't they?
0: Yeah, but are they, not, I don't think they're dif- deflecting ultraviolet light away, uh, is it?
2: No, I mean radiation. Right, heat. No. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm the the Earth is an uh, atomic pile, isn't it? That's it's how, a what? The, the sun is an atomic pile. It sends out deadly radiation.
0: Right. And, and, and the Earth's magnetic field, field repels some so, of
2: that away. Are you sure about this? Are you, can, can, well, yeah, I'm pretty well sure. Yeah? You mean qualifications? Well, no, i no. well read. Okay. Uh, and, and, and I was going to say, uh, you know, uh, there are many planet. well, not many planets, but some planets like Mars and so forth, mm. having got a magnetic field, would life have been possible there?
0: Crikey. Boo! Well, I tell you what, I mean, in a way, we could tie your question to the one about the factors on the suntan lotion, couldn't we? They both sort of address similar issues. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> uh, what factor that,
0: what what fact of suntan lotion would you need if the Earth's magnetic field was not repelling dangerous radiation well, into the I stratosphere? Think
2: it, I, I think it would be like, you know, need a... Factor 400. A major power station without any shielding.
0: Factor 50,000. So I, the problem is I'm not clever enough to keep up with the question here, so I'm just going to make sure I got it right. If the Earth didn't have a magnetic field... Yes, that, yes. ...surrounding it... Yes. ...which I didn't know it did... But, but, yeah, all right, okay. I thought it was gravity that made us stick to the Earth, not oh, magnetism.
7: What?
0: Jones is good at this sort of thing. It's, it's, what's yeah, the it's magnetic It's nothing
2: key? to do with gravity, is it? it I it's, know. There's a magnetic field. I mean, that, that, that's your northern it? lights, isn't it? I mean, you
0: keep saying that. It's
2: diff- Which yeah. course was the northern light course, that is. Or
0: oral, or, 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 or Borealis. I have this habit, when I'm a bit but, out of my depth intellectually, of saying well, things that make me sound it. clever. That's, so. Yeah, aurora borealis. Uh,
2: I'm sure your professor will be able to answer
0: this one. Pre- bless you. See but, what we can do. So without the magnetic field, would life on Earth be possible? Be,
2: be, well, I mean, maybe some insect life, but would we be here? Oh, oh,
0: so you need to specifically identify well, the viability life. of humanity. Animal life. Mammals, mammals. Mammals,
2: mammals. That's it, yes.
0: Okay. I'll okay. See you. Yeah.
8: Bye.
2: Cheers.
0: Susan's in Stepney.
8: Hello. Hello. Um, I was talking to my grandson the other day about chopping trees down, and I said, you can tell the age of the tree by the rings. Yes. And he said, if you cut the branch, would it tell you how old the branch is, or how old the tree is? Yeah, the branch. Huh? It would tell you how old the branch was. Was it? Yeah. Well, why... Well, how
0: many years have passed since it started spouting, isn't it? So there's a ring for every, for every year that it's spouted. So the branch comes out of the bough, the bough comes out of the tree, you'd have three different numbers of rings on the branch, the bough and the tree. Oh.
8: I'll tell him that, then.
0: Jones the so Engineer, Susan, I have to tell you, Jones the Engineer is looking at me with his sort of raised eyebrow, sceptical <laughs> face, and he just said in my ear, do you have the first idea what you're talking about? But I think you're with me on this, and it sounds extremely likely, that answer, doesn't it?
8: Well, I don't know. I really don't know. Well
0: think about it, alright? If you if if you, imagine close it you're not driving at the moment, are you?
8: No, no, put, I'm making a cup of
0: tea. Well so put down the cat, don't go step away from the hot water and close your eyes. <laughs> are you still with
8: me? Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about no, it. Should, should, just, if I took my arm off
0: cl- concentrate, close your eyes.
8: <laughs> I am. Can right, you see I, I a, might fall over. Can course. you see a tree? Right.
0: Can you see a tree? Yes. Right now press rewind on your brain mm-hmm. so that the tree shrinks and the branches come in back to the bough and the trunk and then back down towards the ground until you're left with nothing but a sapling or perhaps an acorn with a little tendril sprouting out of it.
8: Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah.
0: Now, every year that passes, that tendril will grow another ring. But if five years from now what has become the bough of a tree branches out, that branch is not five years old. It can't have five years' worth of rings inside it, can it?
8: Hmm, but the, the tree is that old.
0: Yeah, but you'd have to chop the whole tree down to count those rings. You chop the branch off. You can only find out how long the branch has been growing out of that bit of the tree.
8: Right. It seems to make sense.
0: Well, you don't... But
8: I, you I, don't... It, yeah. I, I, oh, I, do I you know, think Susan, you could be right.
0: This is one of those days where I sense the people calling mystery. I don't think I'm as clever as I do. <laughs>
8: <laughs> is it, I can running. stay at home for
0: this sort oh, of treatment, think, Susan.
8: It's like the same age as me. I, you go, yes. You, now
0: you're just being silly. Frankly, I, I don't think... Your, grand, your grandson made this inquiry in good faith.
8: Right.
0: I shall... I, I, all right, I'll put I it on your the... your
8: answer, then, and if that's right, it's right. But if it's wrong, he'll grow up misguided.
0: It's not. I'm taking a round of applause. Two for two at 12.15. Right, Thank you, Susan. I'm not... How can I possibly be wrong? Don't look at me like that. There's no earthly way. Look, all right, what about a twig, then? Are you going to be able to count the rings on a twig as well? Of course it's different. James is in Epping. James, question or answer?
3: Uh, it's an answer, but you
1: dismissed the uh, You actually it wrong about the London cab oh, driver not wearing it's a seatbelt. to be one of those
0: days, isn't it? Go on, it is
4: going to be one of those days. Yeah, we don't else? wear a seatbelt because we have to get out to assist passengers and load that's, luggage into the vehicle no, on a regular that's basis. It. That's not it. Nothing is ever being strangled.
0: Of course it is. Of course it is, mate. I, I have to get luggage in and out of the car as well and I have to wear a seatbelt. What about a courier? A courier has to wear a seatbelt. They get in and out more than you do. Boom, he's hung up. Never happened with a cab driver before. Probably never will again. He shoots, he scores. Back of the net, 12.15. 18 minutes after 12. I, I think it's possible James, that last caller, didn't hang up in, in humiliation at me owning him. He may have actually got cut off and I may yet be proved wrong. But if you're ringing in to prove me wrong, don't be surprised if you don't get through. <laughs> um... Oh eight four five six oh six oh nine seven three mystery Hour continu- continues. I'll remind you what's on the board in a moment, but first let's crack on. Michael's in Wimbledon. Michael, question or answer?
6: Uh, question, James. Hi, oh. good afternoon.
0: Uh, hello, sir. What have you got?
6: I'm um, wandering through the um, this morning. Been been on my mind for a while now mm. about woodpecker birds. Oh yeah. Which ones do the pecking? Is it the male or the females?
0: Oh, that's a nice question. Why? Why would it not be both of them?
6: I don't know. That's why I'm asking.
0: Yeah, because it couldn't be. Wouldn't be a woodpecker, would it? Otherwise.
6: Yeah, well, I, I just. It's something that. Well, it has to be bother. both,
0: otherwise, it wouldn't be called a woodpecker. Oh, okay. We would be called a woodpecker and a housewife. Right. Or a woodpecker and a nest husband.
7: Right. They've
0: got to both. They've got to pack. They've got to pack, otherwise, it wouldn't be a woodpecker. Right. How much wood does a woodpecker peck? when a woodpecker picks a woodpecker? I have no idea. I, anyway, is
5: something that is, that's been. I, I, well, I'm, I'm, a I've
0: recently. Got interested in ornithology, and I'm about well, I, 80 percent certain that they both peck. But I, I and, and if you want to tell the difference between them, then like the rest of the bird kingdom, the the one with the more impressive plumage will be yeah, the male. Yeah, the green ones. Yeah, that'll well, be the, of the difference. That'll yeah, be but, the male.
6: Okay. Well, um. Well, that makes
0: sense. I'll leave it on the board because I'm being a bit greedy with the rounds of applause. It'd be nice to hear from a proper expert. Thank you, Michael. Andrew's in Islington. Question or answer, Andrew?
6: It's an answer. Mm-hmm. It's about the um. Uh, the, you know the Earth and the magnetic shield. And would life exist if we didn't have the magnetic shield?
0: Can we can we start again and sound a bit more enthusiastic?
6: <laughs> okay,
0: go on. What, what's, um, what's, what, what's the answer you've got for me then, Andrew?
6: The answer is we would not exist if it if it would not be for the protection we get from our, our the big iron core in the middle of the Earth that creates this magnetic shield around us. Oh, I know nothing. Um, do you want me to explain? Uh, try and explain. Try and illuminate a bit.
0: Damn yes.
6: <laughs> okay. Um, the sun is throwing off huge amounts of radiation, and
0: like a, like an park. explosion would, like a nuclear explosion. Yeah,
6: yeah. it's a massive nuclear reactor. It's a, you could fit a million Earths inside the sun. Wow, a massive nuclear reactor. Yeah, and it's throwing out all these particles and all this energy and there's nothing much in between us and the sun so all these particles are flying towards us pretty much unimpeded they don't slow down they don't get weaker they don't get less heavy or less dangerous and they're flying towards us 93 million miles across space if they were if it wasn't for the magnetic shield we have they would hit us and all the cells in our body and that would be rather like nuclear radiation and it would destroy parts of your DNA. Wow. You know, the, the code that's inside every cell. Yeah, you know, no, I know. Right. When
0: I said I know nothing, I was slightly exaggerating for comic effect. I know what DNA is.
6: Okay, and if your DNA gets destroyed, <laughs> yes. then uh, you that's probably it. can't have, you, you might not be able to have children. Right. You'll probably develop cancers.
0: Yeah.
6: You'll basically. So you wouldn't dying. actually
0: fry, you would get radiation sickness of sorts.
6: You, yes. It, uh, uh, well, I mean, obviously, this is all theoretical, but I, yes, that's a good comparison. It'd be, be more be, like it know, would be more like
0: Chernobyl than a sort of inferno.
6: Yes, you'd be getting the fallout. Why
0: well, forgive I mean, me if you've already explained this and I was too stupid to keep up? But why would the magnetic field repel the radiation? How does that work? do You know,
6: that's because um, it's all it, 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 it's part of electromagnetic spectrum. So, yes. you've got this big magnetic field and. A bit like you know old television sets, you yeah. know the big cathode tubes. Yeah, there was a big magnet in them. Yeah, and it fired stuff out the back of the television, and the magnet bent it round to, ex- to make it big and hit the screen. Right, the magnet is bending all of this, all of these Ray- particles yeah. flying at the screen. It's bending them. Okay, so the the magnet around the earth bends this what they call it, solar wind, Ooh. This, this dangerous solar wind. It bends it around the Earth I and see. deflects it. It's a shield.
0: How remarkable.
6: And, and it, we, we have the Earth actually has a sort of long sort of tail behind it where all this wind gets deflected. It's a bit like wind going around you like know, a wind tunnel. Like
0: an exhaust.
6: Like an exhaust, yeah. You, have you ever seen when they sort of test a car in a wind tunnel and they yeah. put smoke and you sit? It's like that. And we tapers a tail behind, doesn't behind. it? Yeah, and, and occasionally that tail gets too long, and it snaps backwards. It kind of releases, and 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 that's that's the field coming back again, and that's where all the aurora borealis is on the north and south pole. It's oh, so crikey! So he was he back. wasn't
0: he was talking quite a lot of sense then, you man who asked the oh,
6: question. Oh, he oh he was very well informed. Yeah. He yeah, was, as he opposed was, to the other
0: participant with, in that conversation.
6: I'm not going to comment on that. Interesting. Just another little interesting fact. um, They've sent some satellites out across the solar system and you can see aurora borealis on the other planets that have magnetic um, fields strong enough. So uh, I think they've seen them on um, Saturn, um, for example. So you can actually see the whole ring. Um, of the, you know, the Boreali around the poles of Saturn. And, you can, I mean, you can see it on Earth as well, you know, if you look it up on YouTube, you'll what, see... What are your qualifications, view. Andrew? I just like reading pop science books.
0: That's not pop science, that. That's quite hardcore science. Pop science is sort of, uh, oh,
6: I well, don't know, putting don't vinegar know, Brian, with
0: bicarbonate of soda to make fake beer.
6: I think, Brian Cox, pop science. He's
0: a professor at the University of Manchester Institute of Science and Technology.
6: Yeah, but doesn't he write popular science? A pop, doesn't he broadcast a popular, popular science on the BBC?
0: I don't, and, I don't, I don't, I don't it, know if I, I guess you're right again, and I'm wrong. I knew it was going to be one of those days. But there's something a bit pejorative about pop. It's almost as if it makes it sound. I mean, what you just described as pretty, science. pretty ac- popularising science. I prefer that. But pop science pop, makes it sound like. Science? Yeah, no, you're right. I've, 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 listen, this is the sound of me eating humble pie, <sighs> and this is the sound of a round of applause that you've won in some spectacular fashion. I did pop philosophy on the show. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Have a great day. Lee's in Hackney. Lee, question or answer?
1: Uh, Question, James. Yes. Uh, What is the difference between a road and a street?
0: I think a road leads somewhere.
1: Uh, And then you've got, like, high street Kensington. Um, Yeah. And I'm I'm
4: a courier. So, well done for that comment.
0: Are, are you wearing a seatbelt at the moment? I certainly am, sir. Boom.
4: Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Do you
0: have to wear a seatbelt? I have a round of for that? Well, hang on. I, there's a, I've, oh, God. There's always one when you don't need one, isn't there? Seriously, if we needed a policeman, we wouldn't be able to find one for love nor money, but I don't need one, and there is one waiting here. A taxi driver doesn't have to wear a seatbelt. It's from CM in Hertfordshire, whilst carrying passengers... Because of the reasons given by the cabbie, so they're a multi-drop delivery driver. Uh, You wouldn't have to wear one if you were doing deliveries less than 50 metres apart.
1: Uh, I've been pulled and given a fine for this same reason.
0: 50 metres apart?
1: Less than, but they couldn't prove,
5: and I just paid the fine.
0: (laughs) Well, well, I'm keeping my round of applause for the time being, then. Of course, I've been so busy polishing my own ego, I've forgotten what your question was. What's the difference between a road and a street? Let's leave it on the board. I sense a sort of... I don't know if you've picked up on this yet, Lee, but there seems to be a growing sense of unhappiness about me trying to answer all the questions today. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Thank thank you for giving it to me so straight. (laughs) Gary's in Whitstable. Gary, question or answer?
4: It's a question, uh, James. Yes. Uh, What it is... um, I've been Googling it. I've got no joy. Mm. Um, What it is, um, you can have uh, your photo done on a passport wearing glasses. Yes. Now, I'm a bald person, I'm proud of it. And yeah. I, I just wondered, if I wanted to wear a toupee, yeah. right, mm. and I wanted to have the poster done, that was going to be my uh, persona then, i was going to wear this toupee, would I have to um, remove it when I show my passport, or will, could you have that as, as part of your um, day-to-day wear, as you might say?
0: Yeah, I like that. Are you allowed to wear your toupee in your passport picture? Yes. Or wig? Or hair. What's it? Or the t- Wait, syrup, yeah. <laughs> <syrup>. <laughs> Behave. <laughs> I like that question. I- are you being completely honest with me, Gary? What? Wearing a toupee?
4: Well, no, you- I don't wear... <laughs> you said you're bald and
0: proud of it, and then you asked me if you're allowed to wear a toupee in your passport picture. There will be some people <laughs> of a more ge- <laughs> of a less generous and more sceptical <laughs> disposition than me
4: that wonder whether the two no, statements can actually to- coexist in in, in happiness. <laughs> I was just trying to put a funny spin on it, really, but... Oh, yeah. um, no, no, I don't want to wear... Because, no, to be honest, uh, you know, when I went bald at 25, yeah. um, you, you do get that sort of situation, oh, I'm bald. I'm losing my hair, I'm 20, only 25 years old, yes. then you, then over oh, a couple of years, you think, oh, I'll sod it, you know? Yeah. Uh, but there's no toupee out there that really looks any good, Isn't to be honest. I Well, <laughs> th- th-
0: you don't know that, for sure. <laughs> because it could uh, be...
4: John? <laughs> the only ones you know
0: are toupees <laughs> are the ones that clearly aren't very good ones, because you know that they're toupees. <laughs> 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 but this is like one of those philosophical conundrums by definition I've
6: got, I've got the right head to be bald anyway
0: James. by d- definition that you wouldn't know if it was a brilliant toupee you'd think it was just his normal head of hair
4: they always seem to go ginger though don't they There's a leaning yeah.
0: towards the ging I, uh, I'm <laughs> going to file your question I'd just like to jot down the notes uh, so yours is toupee or not toupee toupee that is the question, <laughs> question. <laughs> <laughs> let's get Gary an answer you know what to do Howard's in Woodford Howard question or answer
1: It's an answer, James. Go on. And uh, I must be honest; I've been waiting a long time to say this, but I'm afraid you're wrong. Oh
0: God! Go on.
1: <laughs> it's uh, backing up what both the police officer and the gentleman from Epping said about the taxi drivers and the seat belt. Yeah, quickly. Um, it's exactly what those two guys. It's, it's exactly what those two guys told you. Really? Um, they, the cab driver doesn't have to wear a seatbelt because of the safety and security of his passengers. It's nothing to do with health and safety. So and being he can strangled. jump in and
0: out of the car easily. It's nothing to do with getting strangled from behind.
1: Pretty much. I mean, it's one of those uh, very old hackney carriage acts that so. go back from the horse-drawn and all that sort of stuff. You know, there's so many laws in the cab trade that haven't been changed for years.
0: Qualifications?
1: Um, quali- uh-huh. I've got a fleet of London black taxis and a repair garage, and my father's mm. the chairman of one of the main associations in no, the London No, that's black not. Cab I need <laughs> some
0: proper qualifications. That's no well, good. Running Andy, running, you running don't running know what you're talking video. about. <laughs> ah, give him a round
1: of applause
0: this is lbc 97.3 i'm james o'brien you're enjoying mystery hour i bet you are it's uh 12 30. <laughs>
2: LBC 97.3, call 0845 973. text 84850, tweet at LBC 973. This is London's biggest conversation with James O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's in fun. I'll
0: just give you a little taste of my inbox, shall I, at the moment. Um, at Wayne Lynch has tweeted, say so nothing makes me smile more than when someone gives your ego a kicking, you smug git. <laughs> It's all said in love. It's all affectionate. It's like badinage. Banter. Um, Gary Muswell Hill says, There are no toupees that look like real hair. If there were, Donald Trump would surely have bought one. (laughs) Um, Why? Because we want to know. Toupee or not toupee? Are you allowed to wear one in your passport photograph? What's the difference between a road and a street? Uh, How do you tell... uh, Do both male and female woodpeckers peck wood? It's a yes or no one there. Uh, And we've done that. Prosthetic legs, that was an odd question. To be fair, if that question hadn't popped up so early, I don't think it would have got on, but it it did get on, so it's only fair that we try to get an answer. If you need a prosthetic leg, how much leeway do you have on how long or how tall it will leave you being? Do you see what I mean? I'm sure you do. Donna is in Reading. Donna, question or answer?
9: Question for
0: you. Yeah, well, not for me. I've just said I'm not going to try to answer them all because people are getting the hump.
9: Well, I'm actually glad about that because I don't think you'd know the answer to this anyway.
0: Oh, right. Okay, then. Right, all bets are off. The challenge has been laid down. Come on, then.
9: Why is shortcrust pastry called shortcrust pastry? I know this. Because it doesn't make any sense. Yes, it does. All the rest of them do. So you've got flaky pastry that's flaky, puff pastry that puffs up, sugar pastry. It's got sugar in it. Shortcrust pastry.
0: Yeah. Okay, then. How does shoe pastry make sense, clever clogs? 'Cause it's made of shoes. Oh, you got me. <laughs> what what you need to, what you need to do is is think of think of short as shallow and then you've got your answer.
8: No. Yeah. No, yeah. no. Can
9: can I have a professional please call in oh, and, I, I and think, give me an answer. I
0: think you'll find my pastry making skills are second to few. <laughs> Philo. When pastry. was the last time
9: you made pastry?
0: When's the last time I made pastry? Last night.
9: Yeah. Come on, James.
0: What? Tell
9: the truth. No,
0: it totally is. It's totally last night. <laughs> <laughs> I, I,
9: I, all right, but I think
0: if you, th- if you think about it, you'll, you'll, uh, you'll realise I'm right, but you're obviously in the mood that you're not going to admit it. <laughs> it, it it's short crust is like shallow crust, so it doesn't rise like a, like a puff does. Hmm.
8: See, I can hear
0: that. That's the sound, that's the sound of, a, of, a, of an oil tanker turning around, isn't it? <laughs> hey, hey? <laughs> it's, a, it's a shallow, it's a short crust, but it's not short as in, as in length, it's short as in depth, so it's short as in height. It's a short crust because it doesn't rise. It's as pretty much the same thickness baked as it is unbaked, unlike a lot of other pastries, including some of the ones you've mentioned, such as shoe or uh, flaky or um, puff or probably phyllo. If you
9: can get somebody to agree with you, I'll eat my hat. Oh, oh sh- short
0: crust or filo? <laughs> oh, no, I want you to eat your shoe. You? <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. I'm not going to take the applause for that. But you've got to confess, it's got a patina of plausibility to it. Donna, thank you. Lovely question. Why is shortcrust pastry called shortcrust pastry? Mark's in summary on Thames. Mark, question or answer?
2: Uh, question, James. Hello, good afternoon. Hello, mate. What's on your mind? Um... When I was a a little kid, I always remember my mum saying to me, oh, that man's gone grey with worry. Is there any truth that worrying makes your hair go grey?
0: Oh, that's a nice question. Well, I I suppose, how would we know? Do you want a medical answer, or do you want someone who's convinced they're grey because they were suffering stress at the time? Well, a medical answer would be good. A trichologist or or, or something. Then we can ask him about the toupee while he's here. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or she? I don't want to stereotype. Um, you're on. I like that. Does can worry and stress make your hair go grey, or or is it just to cause an old wives' tale? Why is shortcrust pastry called shortcrust pastry? How does um how does suntan lotion work? How, how do they actually do the different factors? I like that one. Uh, can you wear a toupee in your passport photograph? What's the difference between a road and a street? And do boy and girl woodpeckers both peck wood? I did. Did I give myself a round of applause for the tree question? I did, didn't I? Did I give myself... Yeah, right, that one's off the board, then. Raymond is in uh, Marylebone. Raymond, question or answer?
6: Good morning. It's a question, James. Marvellous. Another on. one for your scientist friend. Yes. When the world was yeah, really? created...
0: Yeah.
6: Yeah, it was all of flame. Like, everything was like a big, giant volcano.
0: Right. Was it?
6: Uh, well, as far as I know, it was all on fire. That's why you got volcanoes. Yeah? I, I, all I, yeah, yeah. Wrong. No, I... Yeah,
0: I don't, yeah. what?
6: Yeah. Well, it was, I mean, it was yeah. all on fire, wasn't it? Yeah, so, it like, was all a, on yeah, fire. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, if that was water fire, the Earth's now covered with two-thirds of water. Where'd all that water come from?
0: Well, it's a hydrogen and oxygen, in it? Ah. Uh, so, the gases uh, react with each other. Oh,
6: God, it's a simple one, isn't it? I
0: think it is. Isn't it? Hang on, Jones has got I that think, look I on think,
6: his face I think, again. I think he's no? got it. No? It's
0: got to be there, hasn't it, Jones? Well, also, of course, you have like icy asteroids flying through space and landing on Earth.
5: There'd
0: be a lot of them, wouldn't they? Yeah, I don't know if he's making <laughs> he a lot sentences. of them. What are you talking about, Jones? Talking nonsense, chatting rubbish in my ear. Is that true? <laughs> well, some people think it's come via asteroids. Otherwise, it will just be a chemical reaction between hydrogen atoms and oxygen atoms.
6: I, I think you've nailed
0: it, Jones. I'm going to take one anyway. Yeah, I think you would. Jones, mate, I'm in charge. When you've got your own show, you can be deciding who... No, Give me the applause now. Yeah, yeah. No, thank you, please. Bye-bye. Thank you. Raymond, have a good day. Alan is in Chester, a lovely part of the world. Question or answer, Chester? Alan.
4: Uh, hi, James. Uh, <laughs> it's a question. <laughs> Go on, mate.
6: Um, it's about alcohol and dehydration. Um, uh, yeah, what do you, you drink... want to know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to know uh, how much alcohol you can get away with without getting dehydrated. So, say you drink four pints, you've had four pints of water, but it's 4% alcohol, you're going to feel dehydrated. What's the minimum alcohol, or sorry, the maximum alcohol I can have without getting that dehydrated?
0: So the percentage is what the you percentage. want. So if you yeah. if you diluted your beer doubly, so if it became two percent, would you still yeah. get dehydration? Is it going to be about? Yeah. Per, is it going to be about percentage though? Because if you drank a hundred pints at one percent, surely you've got more alcohol in your system than if you drank one pint at ten percent.
6: Oh, don't confuse me. No, you've um, got me now, and I'm sober. <laughs> There's a reason for this. It's, yes. um, I, I like a drink. That's one reason. Yeah, that's uh, a good one. Second is I'm, I'm training for a marathon, so I'm trying to avoid too much dehydration. Of course
0: you are. So is there any way you can enjoy a tipple without exactly. without dehydrating? Mm.
6: I I, I mean,
0: mean, this is not an answer to your question, but oddly, on occasions when I've had really epic hangovers, which obviously doesn't happen anymore, what with me being a responsible 40-year-old father of two, and I did in no way overindulge in anything in Heaton Park while watching the Stone Roses just down the road from you on Friday night, but if I had done, a a very good friend of mine, when I was a gossip columnist on the newspapers, who spent his life either hungover or drunk, always recommended diarrhoea medication for rehydration.
6: Oh.
0: Okay, I'll just leave that uh, one out there, Alan. <laughs> yeah, I'll
6: think about
0: that <laughs> but in the meantime we'll like try- <laughs> a good
6: idea
0: to me <laughs> would, I don't know if it would be a good idea for <laughs> you, but we'll try and get you an answer <laughs> in the meantime because if that is I mean medically the most likely reason for dehydration, can you have an alcoholic drink without inducing any dehydration whatsoever, and if so, what drink, what strength what what quantity, uh, probably such a small quantity that you wouldn't get any of the effects of the alcohol? I don't know, but we'll find out because Alan has asked, and Linda is in Weybridge question or answer, Linda.
7: Question. Come on! Good morning. Um, do horses mm. answer to their name like dogs do? I keep asking this question Come and no on, one should, can tell you me.
0: You should probably be asking a horse. <laughs> Shouldn't you? By shouting the name from the corner of a field, perhaps. Well, How would you know whether the horse was responding to the noise rather than the name?
7: Well, maybe someone can... Because all the racehorses have names they and do. you never hear anybody... What? sort of talking to them by their name, they just Call slap them. them on their backside after a race.
0: Yes. Well, but then again, we're not there for the sort of stable moments, the intimate well,
7: moments. Well, I'll
0: wait to hear for an answer. The, no, but I don't think a race is going to be called by... It's like a pedigree name for a dog. So no one... Well, my sister had a cat when we were kids called Mailing Shear Gold was its pedigree name, but we called him Toby. He answered to Toby. He wouldn't answer to mailing sheer gold. So you've got a horse called Dobbin. I don't think you're going to get a horse that answers to the name Black Caviar. No,
7: maybe
0: I, not. I think I'm. I think I'm just confusing the issue further, aren't I, Linda? You
7: are really. I'm
0: sorry. I'll be quiet. Can, I want I'll,
7: a straight yes or just no. Just want
0: a straight yes or no from a horseman or woman.
7: <laughs> okay. From a
0: horse. No, it was a comma there. It was a horse, man, or woman. Horse comma man or wo- yeah. No, oh, I don't know why I bother. Diane's in. Where are you, Diane? I'm in Abridge. Abridge, yes. Is that like Weybridge, but not as wobbly? No,
8: it's in Abridge, Essex. Oh, okay. I all right.
0: Because I went. went, The last caller was in Weybridge, and then you come up on my screen as being on (laughs) what looks to me like you're on Abridge. No,
8: it's Abridge. One word.
0: But you're in Abridge. You're not on Abridge. (laughs)
8: No, no, okay. and it's very nice too. It's a lovely little. No,
0: I know it is. I know. I know, Of course, it. I know. It sounds delightful. I just wasn't previously familiar with it, and I thought I'd better check before before giving anyone any criticism for putting. You're such...
8: in a very good mood today, James. I, well,
0: I, I think I've finally recovered from my weekend adventures, Diane. I've got my. I've got my brain back. Question or answer?
8: It's an answer, James.
0: Marvelous. <laughs> it's the
8: pastry. Oh yes. Short crust pastry has nothing to do with the depth of pastry. Oh. It's um, the American's um, version of fat and margarine and butter. Uh, they, it's commonly known as shortening. And so it's a pastry made with shortening. So uh, it, it would be broken down into short crust pastry because it goes crusty on the end.
0: Qualifications? On
8: oh, things. Um, I'm just a very good cake maker. Yeah. <laughs>
0: You know that good mood you were talking about, Diane? Yeah. yeah. You just mean ruined it.
8: Can't believe on, it. Am I going to get an applause?
0: Yeah, of course you are. With my love. Wow. My
8: Thank
0: love you. and my gratitude. Thank you, Diane. Anwar, that sounded a bit curtailed, that. Was that, did you, was that normal then? Did that, Diane, did that sound normal to you, that applause, or did it sound a bit curtailed?
8: Yes, no, it did. I'll, I'll take it. It's fine. OK. I, I'm, I'm okay
0: I, no, I, I, I was just making sure there hadn't been any shortening. Anwar's on the M25. Anwar, question or answer?
1: Uh, I have an answer for you, James.
0: Come on, mate. Bring it on. Uh,
1: it's about the SPF. The sun protection factor. Sun How does it work? Exactly. Um, it, it's essentially a factor that tells you by what factor how long you can then be exposed to UV light. So it's a factor of two, you are uh, half as less, it takes you double the time to get burned, as it were.
0: Yeah, I, I, this is my fault, because in repeating the question, I probably didn't do justice to the original one. It was the, the, how do they do it? How do they make the different factors? What do they do to the, cre- I mean, what what is the dilution issue or the...
1: Oh, in terms of how much uh, mineral they use to block out the UV light. Is that what it
0: is? So it's just different quantities of mineral that, that, that covers the skin and therefore blocks yeah, out like the... like
1: full sunblock uses a very high quantity. Yes, um, and then, and then, then it are, just dilutes. You less, less into a,
0: until you get to oils and even less. So I, I, we're going we're to share a round of applause because... I think we should. I think that sounds
1: very nice. It would be the gentlemanly
0: <laughs> thing to do as well, wouldn't it, frankly? Well, I
1: think, yeah. I answered the wrong question. I think you should take care. But anyway. you answered yeah. it correctly.
0: Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so this is this is the you, Andrew.
1: Oh, hang on, wait, wait, no, no, no.
0: Qualifications.
1: Oh, myself. Um, I suppose. Uh, my brother's a doctor who no, told me the information. That's
0: absolutely fine. Carry on. That's my qualifications as well. Anwar's brother. He's a doctor. Give me that round of applause again. <laughs> this time, make sure you mean it. It's twelve forty-five.
2: LBC ninety seven point three, London's biggest conversation with James O'Brien.
0: And uh, there's a strange theme emerging on Twitter. I don't know if you join us there at Mr James OB Is me if you want to. Uh, Daz has said, "How's that humble buy- pie tasting today, James?" Tony has uh, just tweeted to say, "Ha ha, shot down again at Mr James Ob. Loving it." Wayne, who led the field on this abuse, continues. Another call of birth to your bubble. That's twice in one show. Ha, 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 ha. Well, I tell you what. You'll be laughing on the other side of your face if I just decide to abolish Mystery Hour, won't you, in a fit of pique. Aaron is in Hampstead. Aaron, question or answer? Uh, Answer. Marvellous. Come on. It's the uh, toupee. Toupee or not toupee? Indeed. In a passport photo.
5: Yes, you are.
0: You are?
5: Yes. If it's part of what you would normally wear, then you are. And obviously... Some people are follicly challenged after their passport photographs have been taken, so we often see people with all sorts of hairstyles that are not as they
0: would be in the passport. Do so. You, so you're an immigration officer? Indeed. Do you ask them to take them off? No. So if I'm bald in my photo, but I've got a toupee on when I present, you just wave me through? Yeah. Well, obviously we check you first. As long as it's me as yeah. long as I'm the same person as the bald bloke. in this. So there's no circumstances in which anyone would ever be asked to remove a hairpiece or a wig at customs?
5: No, uh, customs is slightly different because obviously they may be checking for oh, of things course. concealed no, in it. But as far as immigration early. is concerned, we're just checking that the person is, as they appear, oh, or the person that's presenting is the person that's, that's on the passport.
0: So That's a shame no, in a way. Immigration, it must be, temp- must be tempting sometimes, mate. Uh, we're perfect. Yeah, but if someone's wearing a really dodgy syrup, you must just want to say, excuse me, sir, could you remove that wig, please? And then he'll go, wig? <laughs> what <laughs> wig? I don't know what you're talking about, <laughs> officer.
5: Yeah, I mean, sometimes it's it's clearly <laughs> obvious.
0: You don't see as many as you used to, do you? Uh,
5: no, I mean, it, it doesn't happen as often as you think.
0: And more people, I guess, are comfortable shaving their heads now in a way that probably... Or, or going really short back and sides. Absolutely. I, I always think... How old are you, Aaron? Do you mind me asking? Uh, 43. But yeah, you're similar age to me. I just think of Mr Bronson in Grange Hill when we talk about dodgy wigs. I don't know yeah. why. Is that, is that, does that beep on your radar at all? Yeah. Good.
5: As I say, you, you, you do see them occasionally, but uh, more often than not, you'll see someone in a passport who's got a full head of hair. And, and then by the time they present...
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Although... Frankly, I, I don't know why you're telling me that. Give Aaron his round of applause. Thank you very much. Nicely played, sir. Sat's in Dartford. Question or answer, Sat?
1: I've got an answer for you, James. Yeah, go on. Then. I'm going to rain on your parade a little oh, bit.
0: Yeah, why not? Everybody else is. Join the blinking I club, know. pal. Go on. I
1: know. Sorry to, uh, you know. But it, your, your producer
0: was right with the question Not the producer. He's the We're deputy the, button button pusher. All right? Carry okay. on.
1: You're, you're skivvy in the back. That's the fella. Go on. Um, What he said about where the water came from is the accepted theory. Um, Asteroids, we're talking over millennia, loads of uh, asteroids crashing onto the planet, made up of ice, and eventually melting, turning into water. Um, Although it's not proven, it is the accepted theory.
0: According to uh, your man Brian Cox. So I guess someone has, in, in a slightly uh, excitable language, asked me how on earth I could have gone definitive on this question when even science hasn't yet gone definitive on it. But you're yeah, yeah. you're doing best available explanation. You cite the, uh, the, the, the the TV physicist and astronomer Brian Cox, and he's a legend. He's pretty cool, isn't he? Although now yeah. I'm going to tell you something now that might just spoil him a little bit. Go on, then. He's a bit like that Paul Whitehouse character. who thinks everything's brilliant.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's
0: got that never ending grin. He's never brilliant, ever. no, it's brilliant, it's brilliant, <laughs> it's brilliant, and it does this, and he's brilliant, and I love nice. it, and it's gay, and it's brilliant. And it's brilliant. To say, I, I, it, it, it
1: took me a little bit of time to take him seriously when I first saw uh, him.
0: He's, he no, he's a clever fella. Now. He's a very clever fella. We should get him on, yeah. actually, shouldn't we? We should have a. Every, yeah. We definitely, interview see or something. We could become a. Uh, right, anyway, I, I, you, you've earned qualifications? Uh,
1: fan of science.
0: That'll do. Oh, it gets lower every week this far. Graham's on the M25. Question or answer, Graham? I've got an answer for
1: you, James. Good. I'm first time on the radio. Fantastic! I... Come on! You, I've been listening to you for a while, though, and you are in a very good mood today,
0: so I'm less nervous. I, well, I'm slightly unnerved by the fact that two people have now said this. Anyone would think that I might ordinarily be a little bit truculent, petulant and irritable? I, I, I mean, Surely no-one's suggesting that, are they?
1: Well, Victor Meldrew springs to mind occasionally.
0: Yeah, don't spoil it. Could be the shortest debut ever. This get off. <laughs> <laughs> what have you got? So I've got an answer to the do horses uh, react to horses
7: react to being their name called. Oh yeah. So uh, yes, they do.
1: They don't react to their show name. So of the five horses, I was gonna. I said to you, research that I own. I don't. I actually pay for my wife's horses.
0: So. <laughs> yes, of course.
1: I'll give you an example, we've got one called, his show name is Bell Zedder
0: Kestrel Bell Zedder the Kestrel
1: um, Yes, but he's, uh, he's, the name we call him is Pixie, because he's a naughty pixie and he likes to bite people Aww. And if you shout Pixie, he comes across the field, and if you haven't got anything to give him to eat, he tries to bite you And But so and
0: yes, d- 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 the crucial question here is, do the other four horses stay put?
1: Uh, they do unless you've got food in your hand then it doesn't matter what you call
0: them they'll be they'll all them. come over if there's a feed but you can you could almost pick them off one by one by name
1: Yeah, you can yep brilliant
0: and we well, do. that's all she wanted that's what Linda asked for wasn't it a yes or a no and now she's got it. Oh, yeah Graham that's a be- that's a sparkling debut mate it reminds me of Wayne Rooney coming on for uh coming on for Everton just before his 16th birthday
1: oh, bless you Jane
0: <laughs> and it's earned you this thank you <laughs> thank you Tracy's in Brentwood. Question or answer, Tracy? Answer. So. Marvellous.
3: First time caller as well. There's a lot of
0: it about today. Obviously, I'm <laughs> conveying a very welcoming demeanour. I don't know why it will soon be
3: fixed. <laughs> Carry on. Um, so, it's an answer to the alcohol and dehydration question. Oh, yes. Question. Yes. Um, once you start drinking alcohol, the um, hormone released from the pituitary glands in the brain, antidiuretic hormone, is immediately suppressed. So, that's why you pee more when you drink uh, because the ADH hormone actually helps conserve your water in your body, but obviously alcohol suppresses that. So actually, obviously the more you drink... The more... How,
0: how, so uh, any alcohol at all will suppress... Yeah, it
3: will start to suppress the hormone. Why? Released. Why? Um, well, now, that's the actual physiology of that. I'm not entirely sure well, so, of, but it does suppress is alcohol.
0: It, is it to do with the individual cells leaching water?
3: Um, so
0: the, the water comes out of water comes out of the non-alcohol cells to dilute the alcohol cells.
3: Well, obviously um, alcohol passes through the blood-brain barrier. Yeah. Um, but it targets up the um, the pituitary gland, and right. it does. It, it for some reason it will target this ADH hormone. Oh, okay. No, uh, and, so it I, that. so I, I, and that's why you know we pee loads when we drink. Yeah, stop <laughs> saying that! I heard you the first time.
0: <laughs> I've got another four minutes before the end of the program. <laughs> My legs are already crossed. <laughs> What are your qualifications, Tracy?
3: Uh, I'm a nurse. Oh, brilliant! Yeah. Well,
0: well, hang on a minute. I mean, what sort of nurse?
3: I, I work at the. Well, I'm on maternity leave at the moment, but I work at the National Hospital for Neurology and Neurosurgery in Queen Square.
0: It's not exactly brain surgery, is it? <laughs> Sorry, I, do you know, I've waited half my life to be able to do that joke, and it, it, it felt like an anticlimax in the end because you've heard it about a million times. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, and it's, uh, it's uh, so that it, it doesn't involve osmosis at all.
3: Uh well, um, I'm, see, the, the finer physiology of no, it, I I, I, I'd, I'd I, have to, I'd, it must be my maternity leave, you see, it's, it's, um, made me a bit rusty on the old physiology. <laughs> it's aren't you
0: th- it's not you this. Oh, thank you. And, and, uh, may I suggest that you, when you return from maternity leave, you convince your colleagues to put me on in the wards.
3: I will do. Thank you very, <laughs> thank you very
0: much. John's in Catford. Question or answer, John?
2: Answer, John. Uh, Go on then. A uh, quick one about about the hair.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: Um, well, my hair was going grey and also falling out, and my wife didn't mind it falling out, but she didn't like it going grey. Oh. So she did all matters of re- research and came up with the fact that uh, when you get stressed, you start to lose, I was quite stressed at the time, you, you lose, obviously, um, vitamins, but you also lose those minerals. Yes. And one of the most important minerals for your hair colour is copper. Is it? And you deplete, and you deplete yourself for copper. So, therefore, if you take copper, your hair won't go go grey. And did did you? Uh, no, I haven't. D- did no. you take it? I it... took a couple of obviously, of course. Yeah. And, and did it work? It did, but my hair hasn't gone grey. Well, no, mine. mine, and I've never taken copper
0: in my life. No,
2: but my hair was going grey, and then it stopped going grey.
0: That's fantastic. And it's science, is it, or is it a sort of traditional? No, it's, it,
2: it's science.
0: You can look it up. Why isn't this more widely known, John? Uh, well, Perhaps people have done. They're not so lucky enough. To, they're not lucky enough to be married to your good lady. That's indeed. What, that's indeed, what it is. Uh, uh, a round of true, applause true. for you both.
2: Thank you. Thank you, sir.
0: Derek's in Simbo. Question or answer, Derek?
4: Answer. Go on, mate. Uh, it's to the street question. Yeah.
0: Streets and roads. What's the difference?
4: Roads go places, streets don't.
0: Yeah, that's why. Yeah, so a street is a sort of collection of residential abodes and dwellings. A road is Correct. actually a, a, a thoroughfare that, that, that exists solely to get someone from A to B. Built by the Romans. We're going we, we, to share... Well, not all of them. I live on a road and it's... Ah, I live on a road and it's a cul-de-sac. But
4: there's no roads in the square mile.
0: Well, so what? If my peacock laid an egg in your garden, who would it belong to? <laughs>
4: um. Well, it depends on if you have... No, Got mate. the nuts to come
0: over my fence. No Go mate, Pe- peacocks don't lay eggs. We'll do it again tomorrow from ten. I'm James O'Brien. The next voice you hear on LBC ninety-seven point three will belong to Julia Hartley Brewer.